Warning! We are about to spoil Catherine Bigelow's Blue Steel. If you haven't seen the film and plan on watching it, then click away now. Or if you've already seen it, or you just don't care, then please stick around. Death is the best kink. Have you tried sponges? everybody and welcome to Cinema Roulette. <clears throat> All right, so today we are tackling is will this be like uh the week after uh right? It'll be released cuz there's a TV show in between. Yeah. Yeah, so we're doing the uh for the movie reviews at least second Catherine Bigelow feature in a row and the last of the director's wheel for four well, eight weeks. Yep. Technically. Before we go back to the a series wheel. Well, we're going back to the series yes. wheel. It's but eight that, weeks till we go back to the director yes. wheel. But that won't be until the end of this episode. It's true. It's true. We skipped to that. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't skip it. Listen to the whole podcast, which you can find on all podcasting apps. <laughs> and sometimes YouTube. Yes. Uh Banter noises are hard. Yeah, they are. Uh, yes, this is the 1990 pro- police procedural slash thriller, Blue Steel. Blue Steel. Yeah. Okay, good, good, good. Whew. That was a good silence. That was a very good silence. Before we get into this movie, I'd like to note, mm-hmm. even though we are probably going to be rather mean again, mm-hmm. I... Well, this was to replace Kurosawa because someone, I won't name names, Cameron, <laughs> but someone put too many Kurosawa movies on there and we decided, oh, let's just, let's not. Yeah. So we put uh, one from, uh, I think, Argento, we had one more, Catherine Bigelow, and I forget who. Fritz uh, Long. Fritz Long. We did Hangman Also Die. Yes, that's on there. And then we also had to add another movie, but we'll get to that. But hey, it's all good. So it makes 100% perfect sense. And don't you guys worry. I, I'd like to know, I added this because the plot sounded silly. Yeah, because Blue Steel, the plot sounded silly. We were hoping for a little more silliest, but it's a more serious drama. So. Yeah, i just like to note, before we are mean or a bit mean, this was kind of going in with negative expectations. Yeah. So, um, it's not a bad movie by any means. It's just, it's another just fine movie. It's That's fine. just it's all. Than Zero Dark? <laughs> we like, we enjoyed it more than Zero Dark. Like, not by a lot, but it was better than Zero Dark for sure. Because it didn't waste an hour extra <laughs> of our time. Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry, Catherine. <laughs> but we do have, uh, from her Hurt Locker, we have Point Break and uh, Near Dark, which I will bet good money on we will enjoy more. Yes. So... <laughs> Okay. I think it's time for a synopsis. Synopsis? Watch it. (laughs) Anyway, we open with a rookie cop. Her name is Megan. Yep. She just finished training. Uh, She's in the academy. Her dad doesn't approve of this. That's whatever. 
And it's played by Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, so. Jamie Lee Curtis, who looks very odd in uniform. <laughs> she does. She does. She almost needed, like, longer hair or something. Like I honestly think Jamie Lee Curtis now would look more like a cop than Jamie Lee Curtis then in the 90s. Yes. Yeah, indeed. Very early 90s. 1990 exactly, to be exact. Because online there was kind of a release. Exactly, to be exact. Yeah. Redundancy is fun redundant. Uh, <laughs> But no, it was, uh, I, I read something saying it was released in 1989, but no, it was released in early 1990, actually. Okay. So. <laughs> um, so she's on her first night in town, sees a store gang rob, uh, sneaks in. The guy has a 44 Magnum. She has a 38. She does. She has a 38 special. Because mm-hmm. um, that's the only revolver movies know of. <laughs> those are two. Yep. Well, unless it's a cowboy, cowboy. a nice yep. colt, big iron on his hip. <laughs> um, but she gets the drop on the guy, does tell him to put down his gun, but he draws on her. She shoots him. But oddly, a man picks up his gun and, the, and is able to get away from an active crime scene. Because it's just that easy. Yeah, it's like, I know this is the 90s, but in security was a bit more lax, but she was right there. How the hell did he... With her partner. Yeah, with her partner. So how the hell did he pocket the gun and leave the crime scene before they could question them? Also, I love that uh, we... Like, she's getting uh, yelled at because they didn't find a gun, so she just shot (laughs) someone who was completely unarmed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Brain, we don't need to make those jokes. Mm -hmm. Just focus on the movie. (laughs) But her her superiors are like, well, no one else, everyone else had their face on the ground, or uh, they don't remember what gun it was. Yeah. Because, and I'd like <laughs> to note, you know, this is a forty four Magnum, big-ass barrel. It's clearly a revolver. Yeah. And apparently, like, it, like... The only thing we know is that she says he had a gun. The other people apparently didn't see. And the store clerk said that he had a gun. How could you not tell it was at least a revolver if it's right in your fucking face? Where, like, like eye contact <laughs> gun yeah. in his face. <clears throat> but the person who took the gun's name is Eugene. Mm-hmm. He is a stockbroker. You know, all those stonks. Stonks. Yeah, that meme ain't dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he goes walking in the street at night. Run, like, he's just clearly unhinged. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's walking in the street at night. Runs into a guy and just fucking murders him. Yeah. just he, He's like, whoa, buddy, calm down. Just shoots him. Cold blood. Fuck it. And since this... Since she may have shot someone who was unarmed, even though multiple people would have seen that gun, uh, she gets suspended from being a cop. Also, uh, there's an investigator uh, detective named Nick, played by Clancy Brown. Yep. McCurgan or Mr. Krabs. Yes. Whichever you prefer. Whichever you prefer. Or the villain from Pet Cemetery 2, yes. which he looks exactly the same, and I couldn't unsee it the entire movie. Yeah, Justin has seen that movie. I have not. And well, I've seen the dead meat thing. Yeah, on it, but, but he has the exact same hair according to you, so uh-huh. that's just funny. Because it was bugging the shit out of me when I saw him. I'm like, okay, I know that's Clancy Brown, but where did I see him like yeah, that? Yeah, honestly. Do you have his head shaved in Highlander when he played the Kurgan? Yes. Okay. I thought he did. I just didn't remember. Yep. Don't want to. Since I watched that on VHS. Oh, is that the last time you watched it? Well, I, I was still older, but I found uh, 
the VHS at a thrift store. And it's like, <gasps> well, I was told that this was a good movie. That's awesome. Went in with the wrong expectations. Need to rewatch it. Yep. Besides the point. <laughs> Uh, while Megan's kind of moping on her way home, actually runs into Eugene, who helps her get a cab. And then they go get dinner, and he seems like such a nice guy and not a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the next day, the cops find another 44 Magnum round, well, a casing, with her name written on it. And blame her! Yep, because apparently she's the one that did that, but... Why would she write her name on her the, full name? Her full you. name on the boy. Yeah, it, it's what Megan Turner. Turner. Yes. Yeah. And it, the full name's odd, but she killed him. Even though there's okay. <laughs> but uh, they are able. What she talks about, they're like, okay, yeah, it's someone you know. Then yeah. So <laughs> you go ahead, and you're gonna. We're gonna keep you under supervision. We'll also give you this a uh, detective badge, so that way anything comes up you know you still have the protection of the badge mm-hmm. uh we go on a few more dates with eugene we find out he's getting a real god complex yup and it eventually leads to uh eugene bringing uh megan to his apartment and then asking her to draw her gun <laughs> on him and then admitting that he originally saw her at the grocery store. And she's like, we and me at grocery. Oh, no. And he talks about how death is the best king. <laughs> that line just caught us so off guard. <laughs> so she obviously arrests him for pretty much invading these crimes. Yep. And then none of that counts or she doesn't bring it up when uh, he's there and the lawyer gets him out. I love how the characters even point out, why didn't you bring that up earlier? Like, Yeah, why didn't you say something? Yeah. If you haven't noticed, there are quite a few plot holes in this movie. Uh, uh, I mean, just logic jumps. Yeah. So, if you want me to repeat myself for a good ten minutes, they get closer onto Eugene's case. They're about out to catch him, but there's not enough evidence, so he gets away. Mm-hmm. They go to a park where they they know his gun is, but he gets away. He almost kills Nick, but gets away. Um, Megan and Nick have kind of grown a relationship. They go home. They bang. Yep. Um, Eugene is also there cleaning up his wounds because he was hurt last time he ran away. But, uh, kills Nick in the, well, tries to kill Nick in the bathroom, then tries to fight Megan. Megan beats him, but he runs away. Mm Mm-hmm. This movie is still fucking going. Uh, (laughs) yep. Megan's been in the hospital. Nick is also in the hospital, but he'll be fine. Megan, uh, well, we actually don't know if he's fine. Yeah. So, but he's at least alive still. Yeah. Just in critical condition. Uh, Megan escapes the hospital, goes out and has a final duel with Eugene, shoots him in the street, end of movie. It literally does just end with her being taken away by other cops. Like, she's arrested. Credits roll. (laughs) That's Blue Steel. That was Blue Steel. So, uh, before getting into our thoughts, should we go with the fun facts? Yeah, we can do fun facts, okay. which is a thing we started doing, but not yeah. until later. <clears throat> yep, until literally, I think, this trip. So Well, we won't technically start doing this facts true, first until November. <laughs> Shit, yeah. <laughs> uh, recording out of order is fun. Yeah. So, there's a couple of uh, factual errors that I'll start out with first. Um, 
In the first murder, Eugene fires two rounds into the victim from a revolver and then walks away without ejecting the shell cases that were later found at the crime scene. Because in a revolver, you have to actually take them yeah, out. Yeah, you have and, to push out the cylinder. Yeah, it doesn't automatically eject like a uh, semi-auto pistol or yeah. whatever. So he never ejected those. <laughs> and then um, I think uh, it, near the end of the movie when he's like fire or no, or beginning when he's firing in the mirror, you can hear the uh, a click, but he doesn't actually pull the thing back. Oh. And one of my favorite ones is when the killer is in the bathroom near the end of the film, he can clearly be seen to reload his pistol with spent ammunition. Spent cases have an indentation in the primer, which if you don't, gun nuns don't know, it's the little round bit in the middle of the back of the case, which are clearly visible in the rounds he puts in the gun. <laughs> so he put... put yup! Oh. <laughs> uh. uh, and then this, uh, <clears throat> this last, uh, and then just a little fun fact I did bring up last night, uh, Clancy Brown actually shadowed NYTPD uh, homicide detectives for two weeks. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis also took part in several weeks of in the NYPD Academy, including its firearms training. So she was actually trained in firearms use and all that. Nice. <laughs> Even though in parts of the movie she puts her gun over the trigger, which officers are not trained to do. But, you know. Mm. I haven't stopped them before. Yep. Damn it. <laughs> and then this is the one that I was very interested to say. This is the one that ties into Huey Lewis in the news somehow. Um, so this would have kind of made the final kill a lot more cooler instead of she just kind of shoots him. Um, there was a shot that was filmed for the movie's ending right before Megan shoots Hunt to death, which was made with uh, Inovision Optics tubular lens system. It's essentially a really early GoPro or very micro camera that you can put inside of things. Um, director Catherine Bigelow was inspired by the music video um, Hip to be Square by Hugh Lewis in the News and had the t actually had the type of lenses used in it tracked down to use in the movie. Now, the shot would have been, because you saw it went into the tubas and the cords and everything, yeah. it would have pushed directly into the gun barrel all the way to the tip of the round that she was firing and then come back out as she fired it. That would have been kind of sick. Right? That would have been sick. And it doesn't say why or anything, but the shot ended up being cut from the final movie. Maybe it just felt too cartoony because there's yeah. no shot like that. Yeah, elsewhere. that's true. But yeah, I was like, that would have been so cool. Go all the way in there to the round and then boom. I honestly thought you were going to say, like, we'd follow the bullet through him. No, that would have been rad, too, though. So. Yeah. <clears throat> Wouldn't get that till the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a sick scene. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I have not seen it, so. Yeah, I won't uh, spoil it too much, but they do something like that. It's really fucking nice. cool. And it took so They do it practically, too. Nice. And I won't say how or why, because it's kind of a spoiler, but I still don't know how they got the one shot in Daredevil Season 2, the body. Oh, right. But they yeah. go, like, in it now. It's clearly real. But yeah, when uh, first introducing, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, does that kind of suspect? It was, like, big in the advertisement. Whatever, I won't say anything. Yeah, but I was just talking about the shot more coming up from. Yeah, the body. Yeah, is, it's so impressive. I think but, it was CG, but I don't know. We can't tell if it was brilliant. Like. <laughs> yeah, it looked great. Yeah, so. Anyway, on to the movie. <laughs> yes, on to the movie itself, so. Ah, it's fine. Like, I feel bad for the actors who are in it because they're clearly giving it. They're all Jamie Lee Curtis and Clancy Brown are always fantastic. And the guy who plays Eugene is great. He does a really good job as an unhinged serial killer. Yeah. And the first two thirds of the movie are good. Mm -hmm. I'll give it that. It's a solid throw. Yeah. Like, I need to readjust my brain, basically, because mm. I thought, like, oh, this is going to be an over-the-top, like, cop Yeah, just, like, movie. think of it a different way, like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, okay, wait, no, this is more slow-burn yeah. thriller. Yeah, and once I realized that, then it's kind of like, oh, okay, cool, we'll just go with that. But. 
Yeah, I'm still having a good time, good enough time. Mm-hmm. I, it's just the movie starts to run long when <sighs> Eugene escapes like three times. I think that's probably our biggest problem with the movie is he just keeps escaping even though he should have been down or dead in a lot of the escapes. And the biggest problem with it is it's never a good reason. It's always just some dumb bullshit reason that he gets away. Like, okay, him jumping out the window, yeah. that would have been slightly acceptable. Mm-hmm. But, like, um... There's a couple times where they just lose him in the crowd. Yeah, where he outruns a, a trained yeah. cop. Who recently graduated from police academy. <laughs> like, Yeah, like, <laughs> this stockbroker... Oh, he works out, though. Oh, he wor- yeah, I showed him working out. So he can like. outrun her. Yeah, like... <laughs> but... Or uh, in the park, too. Run- the first time he runs off, it's like, go dig up the gun. Yeah, that's another huge problem. That's one that IMDb also brought up. It's like, so you know he buried the gun somewhere in the park. Why not call in a squad with metal detectors to try to find it? Fuck, go to Radio Shack and get a fucking metal detector. Yeah, try to find it yourself. There you go. There's the evidence. Like, Also, can't you go to the police right now? Like, hey, he was fucking after us. Yeah. (laughs) Or also, if Nick didn't step in, I, I believe 100% Megan would have kicked his ass. Oh, 100%. Yeah, when he was at the park, he, she, he was just like, yeah, go ahead. Reach for it. Point it at me. I dare you, motherfucker. Yeah, because I didn't mention this in the synopsis, but she runs into him in the park and just opens her jacket and is like, there's the gun. Grab it, asshole. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> do it, motherfucker. Yup. <laughs> but no, Clancy steps in and is like, no, it's not the right thing to do or whatever. You scared him off. <laughs> you scared him off. Yeah, he kind of actually does a good, really good job just going with a Brooklyn accent, actually. Like, I couldn't tell it was him. It just We had to actually look at his face and be like, oh, yeah, that's Clancy Brown. <laughs> he looks silly with curly hair. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Yeah, it's weird because he has the same face nowadays, just not as much hair. It is weird seeing him with, like, full curly hair. But <laughs> Actually, I don't think we've seen him since our episode on John Dies at the End. Actually, might not have. Yeah, no, at least not on the show. Yeah. So, huh. Yeah, John dies at the end of the episode that was available on YouTube, yeah, YouTube and all, all podcasts. podcasts yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I totally I didn't forget existed. <laughs> and actually, I think that one is on YouTube. So It is, because it was part of the first wheel. Yay! <laughs> I forgot we covered John dies at the end one day. <laughs> he did! That's how we know we've done a, like, a lot of episodes, when you forget what you have reviewed and what you haven't reviewed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's great. I love it. Because but... I think I saw it on Prime or something. I was like, oh man, we should really do an episode of that. And I was like, Oh, wait, we did. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just... They need more logical reason for him to get away. Mm-hmm. Like, he could have shot uh, Nick in the car, and then, you know, Megan would have stayed back and be like, oh, shit, holding yeah, holding onto his shoulder. But no, he just outruns her and disappears into traffic. Yeah, and disappears, but and then he does end up shooting him later. So... Yeah. After a sex scene... Yeah. It, it happens. It happens. It's just, yeah, Clancy Brown and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis are sleeping now. So, what? Uh, I didn't mention one plot point. Oh, which is? Uh, her dad. It's just kind of glossed over. Like, we bring it up in a later scene, but then, like, we don't really see anything after that, do we? Oh, it's because he visited her uh, parents. Yeah. As, like, a, you know, a subtle mobster type. Subtle type thing, yeah. And then... Yeah, there is a scene where she's just mentions to the mom. She's like, "Is he hitting you again, 
or something. And then just hard cut. And then just hard cut. We're just moving on. Like, we're not going to address that. And we do get a scene later with the mom having marks on her arms. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis is about to arrest him and then doesn't. That does it because he gave a good reason, I guess. I guess so. I don't fucking know. It's just kind of weird, that plot whole plot point. It's not even a plot hole. It's just a... I said plot point. Sorry. <laughs> well, you doubled down. You huh? doubled it up. Doubled up what? You went plot hole, plot point. That's what... It, never mind. Sorry. Oh, did I say that? Yeah. Oh, my bad. I... <laughs> it didn't sound like a correction. Anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just a weird scene. It's a weird thing that goes nowhere. Yeah. It's literally just a reason for her to leave the house and then him to come in and Eugene to get there. Mm-hmm. Which you could have just had, she comes home and he's there. Yeah, which we did do, though, didn't we? No, because she left first and then comes back. Oh, okay. She left trying to arrest her dad, and then he gives a good reason. That's right, and then he brings it, and that's when he's in her house. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was the other way around. I I forgot already, so. (laughs) Yeah, it was a kind of point. Like, the scene had a good bit of tension, because Eugene, uh, the actor who plays Eugene, gives off, like you said, a good unhinged performance. And just very much not knowing what he's yeah. going to do. And that's the thing I think that hurts the most is when the scene is tense. When the movie is tense, it is tense. Like, there are a couple good tense scenes here and there sprinkled throughout. But overall, it's just kind of a mixed bag, really. Which sucks. Yeah, and the tension just disappears again when yeah. he escapes four times. Yeah, it's like, gee, I wonder if he's going to escape again. Oh, look at that. Why are we still going? <laughs> we could have had this like 20 minutes ago. Yep. It's just all these fake outs. And I just, I too felt just the final shootout. It was fine, but it, I don't know. It just, it was underwhelming to me with all the buildup of Eugene. I was hoping for like a more brutal or gory death or something. Or she, even something more tense where like both yeah. lose track of ammo or have to reload. Yeah. But no, she just it kind of ends with shootout and she shoots him and that's it. Like, <laughs> which is why I think the barrel shot would have just added to that. That would have at least been like somewhat satisfying. I've got him, but no. <laughs> Uh, I will give the movie this sound design, yeah. fucking great. Oh, sound design is fantastic. So guns are just fucking punchy. loud, very punchy noises. It's pretty great. Yeah, especially during that last shootout, you can just feel the punch. So, uh, cinematography is great. Like, <laughs> yep, you can tell someone was Mary James Cameron at the time. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does. When you point that out, it's like, oh my god, this does feel like an old James Cameron movie. Yeah. <laughs> um. Color wise, looks fine. Yeah, looks fine. It's about the same as movies at the time were. So yeah, nothing. It's not too stylized, but it's yeah. competent. Looks good. Mm-hmm. It's just a bad. It leaves such a sour taste in your mouth because yeah. it's that last thirty. It really is. Yeah, it's just, it just it kind of is a thing where like the ending kind of like that last act kind of ruins the movie a bit, brings it down. It's still like a solid like five to six out of ten, like maybe yeah. maybe like low six, but I'd say low six. It, it's just it's fine overall. Like I just I wish the resolution was better, really. And again, I went in expecting it to be a six. But I wanted a fun action movie. I was able to change my expectations realizing yeah. what the film was. But as that thrill, it's a lot harder to be a fun, cheesy thriller. Yes. And this isn't it. It's way too serious to be that level of fun. It's just a competent film with a lot of holes. (laughs) Yeah. So very competently well-made technical wise. It's just, there's a lot of leaps in logic and stuff that I just wish was done better. So overall it's a mixed bag. Like 
if you're curious, sure, watch it. But we're not going to say go out of your way to do so. Like, if there's literally nothing else to watch, sure, check it out. It's free on Tubi. So at the, we think at the moment. We think at the moment. We don't know. We, we, we're new to Tubi. We don't know how often they come at down or up, like Amazon or Netflix or something. And also, so, we don't know by the time the episode comes out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm glad I watched it. It's just we kind of agreed at the end, like me and Justin, we were like, yeah, I'd probably never watch it again. Yeah, this so. is one of those, if I was on a plane with nothing else on, I'd watch it again. Yep. <laughs> Are we just done with the movie? I think we're just done. Unless there's anything else you can add, I can't really think Not of anything. Really. So I mean, again, performances were good. Yeah. This could have worked. It just needed to be tightened up a bit. Yeah. Need a little more pre-production work, tightening the script and all that. And it it could have been good. So Yeah. Oh, also the gore was good. Like, yeah. the squibs were fun. Oh, yeah. I do miss those gory squibs, so... If you ever want to know if someone's wearing a squib, if their arms are not in front of their chest, they're wearing a squib. Yep, you're welcome for ruining that forever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, if you haven't seen uh, Stuntmen React, watch uh, the, the I'll just call it the Candyland shootout in Django Unchained, and you'll see everyone is like holding yeah. a rifle to the side of them or has a pistol to their far only one-handing it yeah. is because they're covered in squibs. And if you don't know what squibs are, those are literally just explosives that are on your chest. Yeah, they're the so. tiny explosive used to uh, do blood effects on the chest or yeah. wherever. And if you have your arms from them, it could hurt. So Yeah, it's an explosive. It's an explosive going out that way, so you kind of have to keep your arms out to the side to not get hurt, essentially. Yeah. Okay. So that's all we really have to say on this yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> Now, we are back on the sellout wheel. The Woo! sellout wheel is a wheel full of series that you have heard of and so of your friends. It's that way so you can uh, share episodes with your friends and they will be able to also listen to the show. Yeah. And then you have something in common besides depression like the rest of us. <laughs> oh my god! Such a dark joke. Oh, love it. Love it, love it, love it. Anyway. Anyway, we have a certain amount of series left. But what are the series? I'm not going through them. We're going to just spin the fucking Woo! wheel. I didn't, I didn't spin on that spin. I know. But I've got to spin on this mm. spin. Spin. Fuck. Well, we're going back to the series. We still haven't landed on Alien or Scream, but but we're going to get to watch Men in Black 2. Oh, no. Fuck. Men in Black 2. Damn it. But that means if we land on it again, we get Man in Black 3. True. Which is a good movie. So but first we have to... T <sighs> so yeah, stay tuned, everybody, for... I would really <laughs> like to talk about Evil Dead 2. Yeah, I, I know, would, right? I'd really like to talk about that. If we're, oh, we also haven't landed on Back to the Future yet at mm -hmm. all. So yes, uh, <laughs> stay tuned for the infamous sequel that was just generally not good. Is Black that the 2. most infamous, though? Not really. It, <laughs> it is infamous, though, because it is widely regarded as a really bad sequel. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. What? See, this is this is the problem with the series. Well, I know we should wrap, but I can also pad out the episode. Yes. Uh, the thing with the series wheel that I've quickly realized is we're going to start hitting points where it's like, oh, fuck, we have to keep going with the series. Like, Alien is going to hit yep. that fucking point. Yep. A Predator only really has one that I'm worried about. Yeah, the newest one. Well, so. technically not newest. Uh, the one before newest, because newest is Prey. Right, 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 right. Uh, Scream has a couple. 
I don't think Lupin has any we know of. Not that we know of that are bad. So. James Bond has it near the end. Near the and end, And slightly yeah. in the middle. Slightly in the middle. There's a couple of meh ones here and there. We could also finish Mad Max Wheel, you know? Yeah. We, we, you could have landed on fucking All that. we have is Fury Road. That's it. And then that one's off, and then we finished three of the series. Mm-hmm. Die Hard 3 would be really cool. No, we're doing Man Black 2. We're doing Man Black 2 after... We are doing... I, I think... Uh, it might be Sam Preacher now? Mm. I don't know. We'll find out when we get there. So. I'm pretty sure Samurai Jack is done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Escapolone, we just released yes. when recording. I would say, yeah, yeah. So, so then we have... Yeah, so next is Preacher. Yay! Or we're done with Preacher. One yeah. of the two. Preacher may have happened. Just watch the Preacher episode. Yeah. It's out on all podcast apps. It's an interesting show already from what yes. we've watched. So... We will see you guys then. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Cinema Roulette. If you want to interact with the show more, you can follow us on Twitter at Roulette Cinema. If you wish to follow our hosts, Justin is at JK Pancake on Twitter, and Cameron is at Cameron Picks Inc. on Twitter. If you wish to watch a video version of the podcast, it can be found on the YouTube channel CamCam. Thanks again to Teller's Place for making the base art for all of our thumbnails. And if you enjoyed the show, please remember to subscribe or rate on whatever podcast app you use. 